0: Do do doo 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 Power Hour!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Magic Gastly Power Hour. I am one of your co-hosts, my name is Jordan Gastly, and as always, I am with one of my best buds right here. Well,
0: hey, I'm Jeremy from the Magic Geekdom.
1: Man, we have, I feel like it's been a long time since we sat down and talked.
0: Because we uh, ended up skipping an episode, because we both had stuff going on
1: yes we had we had a lot of things that we had to do and some of the stuff was just i do not know well at least some of the stuff out for me i can't yeah. speak for you but for me came out of nowhere um which we'll probably get into that uh, a little bit but uh did you miss us internet <laughs> i did think i know
0: what? very cool opinions on things
1: <laughs> Yeah, two white dudes with a podcast no no one's no Next. one's ever done that before yeah.
0: no 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 <laughs> innovation is the name of the game
1: yeah yeah wait what game
0: <laughs> <laughs> podcast our podcast game i guess
1: oh okay man speaking of games i actually bought a game oh a um it was a purely an impulse buy and i'm calling out uh the dudes from the haunters podcast because I saw this on their Twitter feed and I immediately had to go buy it. Um, so Chelsea and I were out and about running errands and Chelsea Chelsea got an email that uh, Bath and Body Works was doing the buy three, get three free and she had a coupon for a free gift. Oh, so okay. Like, we're totally going to that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like it doesn't like ch- like... I'm not one of those husbands that are like, oh, do we have to? Because, like, Chelsea indulges me going into like the Disney store and the Think Geek store and Box Lunch and like all those other. So I'm like, I I will go with like it's not it's not an issue. Anyway, so I was checking Twitter while she was shopping, and uh, the guys over at the Haunters Podcast uh, posted that they bought a. Board game called Horrified.
0: Oh yeah, I saw. Didn't you? Did you repost it or something, or did you post it and you bought it?
1: Yeah. So I posted a picture because, like, so I, I was like, "What is this?" And I looked at the picture, and it's basically a tabletop game that's based off of all of the Universal Monsters. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm like, well, I like the Universal Monsters, and I like board games, so I don't see me not liking this. Uh, but the Bath and Body Works that we were in was right next to a Target. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, maybe I can just dip out for a minute and go buy the game. Uh, but I, I opened the Target app real quick, and it turns out that it was actually out of stock at the Target I was next to. But the Target that's by our a little closer to our house had two or three of them in stock, so we oh, went okay. to the other Target <laughs> just so I could buy this game. And that was about a week ago, and I still haven't opened it.
0: <laughs> Truck it along to Florida with you. <laughs> I
1: I think I might, man. So I or at least I have not can it.
0: come to your neck of the woods before that, but sure. it, it looks cool.
1: Yeah, and I I think the way the game mechanic works, uh, just by purely reading the just the brief description on the back of the box is um, it's the players versus the game. Oh okay. So I think like you can you can play the game multiple times and each time it's a different it's a different monster.
0: Oh so, that's cool. That sounds yeah.
1: cool. So we ended up doing that or I ended up buying that out of impulse. How did we get on that subject? That's weird. I can't remember why we started talking about that. Oh no, just like what we've been doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we uh it had been a while since we recorded, kind of jumping back like three conversations ago. <laughs> um, now, we had some stuff come up. You just got, like, super busy. Yeah. Work and whatnot, so. My schedule is not set, so, yeah. <laughs> That's a bummer.
0: Yeah, it's not the best, but. Yeah. It'll do for now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully, hopefully, you get some shift changes or something, or something,
0: or something completely different. We'll see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. That would be ideal. Um, I one of the main reasons we didn't we skipped an episode and didn't record was uh, also I was in pain. You were. Yeah. You had a swollen face. I did. I I was actually thinking about posting a picture of this to our uh magic ghastly twitter page maybe i will now that i've said it out loud maybe i feel like just accidentally committed myself to showing <laughs> people this picture uh no i so my my work season started back up at uh the main job and the night before i had this awful toothache and i don't know where it came from or what like But I woke up, I went to work, my tooth was just in so much pain. I was actually, like, popping, like, three or four Advil at a time just to try to get the pain down, and it was not working. Yeah, that's Um, no good. No. So I left work and I made an emergency dentist appointment, and it turns out that I just had this raging abscess underneath a root canal (sighs) on my back-bottom molar, and the the dentist uh she she was like yeah we're gonna have to either take take this entire tooth out or you can have an implant i'm like well i can't afford either of these options (laughs) so let's talk about those antibiotics you should probably prescribe me uh and then i got antibiotics and she prescribed me three different painkillers Ooh, yeah and they're all very strong (laughs) <laughs> uh, which was good because I was actually able to get to sleep that night. Oh man. Yeah, that's nasty if you couldn't oh, you would God. do that. It was the worst, man. Like it So I got home, I took one of the a- antibiotics and then I took a painkiller and I tried to lay down for a nap. And I was able to sleep for probably about an hour and a half, maybe 2 hours. But when I woke up, the entire right side of my face was so swollen. Like, it looked like I was smuggling golf balls in my cheek. Dang. And what was weird, though, was at the peak of the pain, my face wasn't swollen. I think because I went to the dentist and she was in there poking and prodding stuff, like, really agitated it. When I woke up, just the entire right side of my face was just blown up like a balloon and it took it took about 3 days for it to kind of the swelling to go back down dang it was rough um the picture i sent you yeah was at the at its the peak of its uh of it being swollen and that was at like that picture was taken at 6:30 the next morning oh wow yeah oof so i glad you're feeling better man yeah me too man you know i mean i still have to get this tooth taken care of at some point but uh i so if any listener wants to donate a few (laughs) thousand dollars to uh the magic ghastly dental plan uh i wouldn't say no
0: we need to start a, a gofundme
1: a gofund or a patreon I mean, we barely put out these episodes. There's no like, I don't know what we would do for Patreon.
0: We can have a maybe, a cool shorter episode on the other week.
1: Maybe, um, maybe they would just pay us money to not do an extra episode. <laughs> is this bloody? <plenty? laughs> yeah, it's just like no, just stay where you're at. Stay in your lane. Here's here's ten bucks. Um, this is but, fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but pump the there... brakes, turbo. <laughs> Easy there. We're there, there. back back up a few, you dude. You you guys are at an, a ten. We need you at about a four. <laughs> um, man. So I there's something I, I wanted to talk about. Um, and I actually forgot to mention this. Like and in, in, like whenever we were talking, like before we hit record, but. I I went out and I don't normally talk about the vlogs uh on on the podcast at least some of the vlogs that I had done but I went out uh Josh uh over Josh Orama formerly of At Main Citizens uh w- accompanied me to go film a vlog in downtown Atlanta and it was something that I had been planning to do a vlog on but I had to put a rush job on it um so there's this building, and I know that you've seen it. I did. Yeah, you've seen the um the, uh, yeah, it's the interesting. Vlog. But for the listener, uh, there's a building in Atlanta, and the address is 152 Nassau Street. And the building itself, I'm I'm gonna give a brief history. It was built in 1920. It was used for um. Uh, by a fire extinguisher company for a little while but then in 1923 uh the new york recording studio or our recording label okay uh, set up a recording studio there and came to the south in atlanta to record tons of just southern artists which at the time in 1923 wasn't something that northern record recording labels did um But they recorded uh, a handful of artists, both uh, black and white, you know, which is interesting that that happened at the same recording studio because this is that was the era of the Jim Crow South. Yeah. But there was this dude named Fiddlin' John Carson. Uh, Fiddlin' John Carson himself is very problematic. He was a very racist man. He was very anti-Semite. But the catch 22 is that he recorded the first country number one hit. And where did he record it? In that in, building? <laughs> in the building, yes, in that building. In the building at 152 Nassau Street. Um, so Atlanta is very slow moving with historic preservation um, because, it, like, a lot of people, like, like, city planners are just, like, they're really gung-ho about, like, knocking down Atlanta's older stuff to put up hotels and whatnot, which I can understand to an extent, but, you know, at, at like, what cost? So, uh, long story short the song that fiddlin john carson recorded was such a big hit um at the time in 1923 atlanta was seen as the funnel for like music and culture and arts from the north to be funneled down into the south that that song which was called little log cabin in the lane uh, actually turned that funnel upside down and so all of these southern artists blues folk jazz um a whole bunch of just different other uh, music artists from the South at the time, like started to get funneled up North. So like, I hate to say that the racist song is what it wasn't a racist song, but it was a song recorded by a racist, a racist man. Uh, Right, 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 right. A racist man. Uh, and I'm not making any excuses or justifying his actions. Like he, he was, he was, he's trash. Like he's highly problematic. Um, but again, the Catch-22 was that his song was the hit, and that's that song is what made a lot of northern uh, recording uh, companies come down south to record a, a lot of all of these bluesmen and jazz groups and folk groups, Appalachian groups, like, that probably otherwise would have never gotten recorded. Yeah. Which is really interesting. But anyway, so long story short, the, I had to put a rush job on this, and I had to go film this vlog right in the middle of like the swelling going down from my tooth. Yeah. Because the city started to knock the building down when it wasn't supposed to. Like the buildings like had like a third of the building, maybe not even a third, but like a top portion of the building was just demolished when we got there. And there was a yeah. uh, chain fence all around. Um, and if you want a, a little bit more in-depth information uh on on the building and the in the uh and, Fiddle and John Carson definitely go check out the vlog at uh on YouTube at Jordan Gasly. I go into a little bit more detail there, but uh then once uh the the guy who who runs the uh, who's running the Save 152 Nassau campaign, yeah. Uh, he actually got the court to issue an order to stop the demolition. So I had to get out there like super quick and I put a rush job and the vlog itself, I think turned out fine, but it it wasn't well, Well, thank you. I, I think it turned out fine, but it wasn't what I, I wanted to put a little bit more into it and I didn't think I had enough time because I wanted that one to be a quick edit turnaround because I wanted to help get the word out. A little bit more. And I mean, I hope it I hope somebody learned, you know, you know, maybe it inspired somebody out there. But uh, the whole point was like I had I went and I ended up doing this entire vlog with like a swollen face. And it was like 95 degrees that morning. And poor Josh, like Josh is just along for the ride. He's like, yeah, I'll come with you. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we love Josh.
1: Mm hmm. What a sport. Yeah. But all of that aside, you, my friend, have had a very interesting week or start to your week. Yeah. Because you, well, you know what? I'm, I don't want to spoil the surprise. I want you to talk about it. You want to, you want to go for it?
0: Sure. Um, if you haven't seen our, our latest video, uh, we went to a galaxy far, far away <gasps> on Monday.
1: Ba, 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 ba.
0: <laughs> we went to uh, Batu. We visited the galaxy's edge for the passholder preview, and I kind of love it. I kind of love
1: it. Oh man, I I watched the vlog. I. So I saw that your vlog was uploaded when I was at work, uh, job number two, and I I would have been able to watch it there, but I'm like, no, I want to watch this at home on the TV. So I waited till I got home to watch it. Man, I was so jealous of you. <laughs> I was so jealous. It's very cool. I think
0: I'm excited. For the other ride to open, but also I'm excited just to go back and I'm totally
1: happy with what we experienced. Excellent. So let's kind of like, like walk us through your day a little bit. Cause I know like there's probably a lot of stuff that got edited out of the vlog.
0: Um, well, they gave you a four hour time window. Okay. But. Unlike uh, California, where they were wristbanding people with, like, different colors of wristbands, they didn't do that to us. Okay. So, they let us in. Our time frame was supposed to be from 3 p.m. to 7 Mm -hmm. p.m. We ended up going in at 2.30. And we didn't leave till about 8.
1: Oh, wow. Well, Um, I mean, if you're not going on rides, I guess they're not checking your magic bands. And... We
0: did the Falcon five times.
1: God, that's crazy. That's so
0: because crazy to it's think. It's crazy because, yeah, I don't even know. Because I'm planning on going next week on opening day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ridiculous. And that is and going to be bonkers. I may not do anything but get to walk around. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, that's the fact that... I don't know when they're going to put fast passes because it totally, I mean, it has touch points and stuff for it. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing it for a while. Hmm. Um, but we went through the whole queue the first time. Okay. Which is cool. The Hondo animatronic
1: is awesome. So it was working for you guys? Yes. Okay. Because I had seen, a, I watched a video. I can't remember. What? I feel video like it
0: was. Had issues the first day because we watched like nate paging mr morrow's video and jackie super enthused and adam's video and yeah rex wasn't working i don't think in the cantina nor was hondo
1: (laughs) right so it was either adam's or jackie's uh jackie's vlogs that that i watched maybe i watched both of them but i can't remember which one i specifically was like Wait a minute, why is the Hondo animatronic under a blanket?
0: Yeah, because I think they dress it so it looks like it's just crates or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Hondo's just on the screen when he's,
1: it's not working. Which I thought was a very, very interesting plan B. Yeah, it's smart. That was very smart of them. Because they
0: did kind of have done that, did that in Pandora with the, uh, I can't, the shaman. The shaman of stories or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The crazy animatronic on the boat ride that they can pull it out when they need to maintenance do maintenance on it and there's a screen that they put in that right, shows right. it. Which is smart, but um, yeah, the animatronic's really cool. Uh, the kind of ambient things that are going on when you're walking through the queue is fun. There's a radio down at the bottom of the like bay where there's engines and stuff and it's playing... Things Including DJ Rex Nice And After you see Hondo You actually Go on the Falcon Which Oh man It's so cool
1: Like I I saw the look on your face When Kara like panned the camera Over to you and you're just like I'm walking on the Millennium Falcon <laughs> Like, I
0: mean, you got to do it for that thing for Solo at the the baseball game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was, like, the clean, like, yeah. new version of it, which yeah. is also still cool, because it had, like, it had, like, more rooms than the one room, didn't it, kind of? Or, like, um, areas to it?
1: No, because ours was essentially... Like when you looked at it from the outside, it just looked like two giant shipping crates for like oh, okay. you could see on the back of a train. So it was very blocky. But when you got inside, you saw the depth of everything. So the the section was the like, I guess, work counter space, which looks like it had just like intergalactic coffee makers on it. That's right. Yeah. And you had the Sabak table or the chess table. I'm sorry, not the Sabak table. Uh, And then when you you you, behind that in the other section was the cockpit. Okay, so, yeah, this has like the chess table, which has
0: like the uh, shield, the helmet puts shield so Mm -hmm. you can't see the drone and the drone sitting there behind, like on the little shelf behind the seat, which is really cool. Um, But that's where you wait. Because they let groups of people go in there. They assign you a color and then whatever station you're going to be, which is the pilot or the gunner or the engineer. Okay. And then you can just walk around in that area where like the chess table and stuff is. So you can like take pictures or go look at things. There is an alarm that goes off sporadically that the buttons like clear on the other side of the the room from where the uh, chess table is that someone has to go hit to turn the alarm
1: off. Oh, that's funny.
0: And we only saw it once, but uh, this guy went bolting over for it and I was kind of walking towards it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just saw it earlier and I didn't get to push it and I wanted to push it. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. And Kara's like, did you know that was going to happen? I'm like, no. She's like, you weren't walking back there on purpose? I'm like, no. I just happened to be in that general vicinity.
1: Man, but it makes me happy that that guy really wanted to push that button. Oh, yeah.
0: I couldn't be mad at him. Like I would have pushed it otherwise, but like he was right. stoked about it, so I'm like, I'm not mad at that.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna take that away from him.
0: Then, then they have you go walk to where they put you in the cockpit, and watching our video after, I'm like, oh, I was really like giggling like a dumb little kid when <laughs>
1: like,
0: I think Kara was like, oh my god, and I'm just like giggling because <laughs> we we got to do the pilot positions the first time we went on it so she was doing one side and i was doing the other side and i got to pull the uh the lever to go into (sighs) hyperdrive
1: how did that feel it was pretty cool (laughs) oh my god i can't wait i really hope i really hope i got so when we come in february I know we're gonna spend more than one day there, yeah. One day at Star Wars Land, um. But I really hope that I'm able to play each part, but also play both of the, like the individual pilot part, like pilot one, yeah. pilot two, and Car- then got to do both of them. Nice. Did she say which one she preferred?
0: Uh, she preferred the right side one, the one that I got to do the first time.
1: Okay, so the co-pilot side.
0: Yeah. Okay. She said it. she felt like it was a little easier to do, but also she had already done the left side at that point, so maybe she was just more used to it. I don't know. Okay. Because the co-pilot, you go, you are in control of up and down.
1: Okay,
0: okay. And then the pilot con- controls left and right. Okay. And then there's buttons that you push, and the co-pilot pulls the, the hyperdrive and... Um, so I got to do all three positions. Kara got to do two of them. I mean, she got to do both sides of the pilot and then she was an engineer the rest of the time. Okay. Um, Cause after the first time we did single writer and right. Yeah. I remember was, seeing that. Yeah. Cause we just, I think the most we waited for single writer was like 15 minutes maybe. Wow. Like one of the times we literally just walked up and walked up the stairs, and they're like, oh, come on through. Oh, nice. <laughs> Here's your passes. You go. You guys are with these people. I'm like, okay, great. But um, Gunner is my least favorite thing. Okay. I think they're all fun, and I feel like Gunner is going to be the one that's the most challenging to do better at because you do get a score every time. Mm. But it also consists of, like you have four buttons, essentially, that you push. And if you do auto-targeting, which I didn't realize there was an auto and a manual, you really only push two of those four buttons. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then engineer, like, you're fixing things. Like, if they hit another ship or a wall or something, mm-hmm. you're fixing things. Mm-hmm. But what I'm excited to do now, which is unfortunate because we won't be able to do it with like single rider line, but is to get a group of people like when you guys come. So we can get At least four of the people, but maybe like a whole six. So you're the whole crew with people, you know. Okay. Yeah. Because the last time I did it, Um. two of our our single rider things, we ended up in the same group still. Okay. Um, One where uh, Kara was the pilot and I was the gunner. And then one time we were both engineers. And then the other times we were on with, not with each other. And the last time I went, they had like a fan. I was with a family of four (laughs) or five, a mom and a dad and two daughters and a son. And the two daughters were probably, I don't know. I want to say five and eight or nine. And they were the pilots. And man, it was rough. No, (laughs) no. That was when... Because when we edited it, it kind of just didn't look necessarily like we went as many times as we did. But that part where I was like... She's like, how did it go for you? And I said, very poorly. (laughs) And she's like, same Both of our other (laughs) crews were not great.
1: Okay, But it's so fun. Like, right. it's
0: still fun. It's kind of Star tours you know, but you control things. hmm In terms of, like, oh my gosh, you know, jaw-dropping innovation, no, but it's super fun. Like, Man, it's one of those I things like where I want to go on it multiple times to get better at
1: it. I just want to go on the Millennium Falcon.
0: Yeah, and just, like, walking into it every time is still cool. I mean, granted, it's one day. But we're going to go back. Like, I'm going back next Thursday. um, Are you going
1: with uh, Benson and Steve?
0: I'm probably going to try and meet up with them, yeah. I haven't talked to them specifically to, like, coordinate something yet. But I know, like, everyone's going to be there that's around here, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's middle of the week, and I think Jackie's going... To the UK or whatever, so I won't see Jackie, but um Yeah, I don't know. I know Sam Zimmerman's gonna be there and Steve and Benson and I think Kitty's staying with Steve from the Travel Monkeys and Okay. I don't know. I'm sure all the cool vlog people or whatever <laughs> are gonna be there that actually live in town. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know though, because it's the same day as food and wine starts, but
1: uh, mm. Mm.
0: That's mar- that's uh, interesting. The marketplace is really cool. All the shops are pretty small. Like all the things are like the creatures you can get are one store. Mm-hmm. Like all the toys are one store. Um the Jedi robes are one store.
1: Oh, do I want a Jedi robe? <laughs> Shit, am I gonna have to add that to the list?
0: And they're all fairly small booths. Um, I mean, they're really cool, they look authentic, like you're almost like it's almost like a cross of Tatooine and being in, I want to say, like the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot, you know?
1: Oh, wow! Like, I, you know, now that you say that out loud, that's probably the perfect perfect explanation or description
0: and you go from one end of that where it's open into the ronto roasters which you know meat being cooked by a pod racer
1: <laughs> man i also like the uh the ev droid the ev unit oh mm-hmm. that's uh that's just sitting there going all right what was it saying? Wasn't it just like complaining that it was doing the same thing over and over again?
0: Uh I think at some points it was saying that at one point when we walked by it was like talking about tasty meats. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I did pretty... try the Ronto wrap.
1: Thoughts? And
0: I really liked it.
1: <laughs> I I I'm hoping when we go that that's probably going to be lunch like i kind of want to try the i really want to try I, that.
0: I really liked it it's i mean it's a little i feel kind of, like kind of a little expensive for what it is i mean you're at disney it's going to be expensive mm-hmm. but i think like it's even slightly a little step above that i mean it's pretty okay. good size but it's like 12 or 13 dollars i want to say yeah um
1: is it something go... that you could split you could
0: probably split it okay Um, Kara took a bite of it because she's not She's been like being vegetarian And that is very not vegetarian But she was curious Okay. (laughs) She liked it but not enough to Really like you know Want to eat the whole thing which is fine Because I did Um (laughs) I'll do it Dars is super cool Uh that animatronic is awesome,
1: <laughs> man. That's the that's probably the animatronic I'm the most uh, interested in seeing. And that was the one
0: when we went in. They have a curtain that can go around his little desk or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And it was closed, and I was like, "Oh no, he's not working." But it opened while we were in there, so.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Um, all of the cool stuff around. You know, there's. Like, the, um, the little baby Sarlaccs in there.
1: Oh, the right.
0: The weird just, like, things like there's a Jar Jar bust and, like, a Yoda bust, like, up in the uh, upper area that you can't get into. Um, I saw in the Disneyland one that there's, like, an Ark of the Covenant, but I couldn't find it here. I don't know if it is there, and it just was, like, hidden better, or what,
1: but... I didn't know that there was an Ark of the Covenant in the Disneyland one.
0: Yeah. At least I'm assuming, because I couldn't find it here.
1: I, I saw a picture of if it. I can, if I can find that.
0: Um, they have all the Legacy lightsabers in there. So you're, you know, Obi-Wan and Luke and
1: Ray yeah. and
0: Mace Windu and... Ahsoka, uh, they are, I want to say most of them are like 130 or something like that, but they also don't come with the blade. Right, and you have to spend 50 another, bucks like, on the blade. Yeah, another like 40 or $50 on the blade.
1: So, I don't know if you got a good look at them or not, but are the blades that come with, or that you buy specifically for the Legacy lightsabers, are they Different or different lengths than the uh, I one think you they, get from Savi? I th- think they have
0: the same one, and I think you can also get a l- longer one. Maybe I didn't look at them really, but I think I read that somewhere. Okay, that they're that they are like the same. You can use them in both, but that they have two different lengths inside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Dokondars. Okay. Um, they had. The Kyber Crystals out, which I know they put them behind the counter for a while at Disneyland, but they were just out. You could buy them without having to ask for them. Um,
1: I did see that they started to package them.
0: With, like, paper in them or something so you can't shine the light through. Yes. To try and find the black one. (laughs) Yes. Um, Holocron's look cool. I don't think I'd buy a Holocron, but they look cool.
1: I keep forgetting that the Holocrons exist. Yeah, I don't know. Like if on my list of things to get the Holocron's closer to the bottom, but yeah. I still like I still think it would be pretty cool.
0: Um Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's I it's just gonna be real interesting to see when they just let the floodgates open
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it was a nice experience, but a lot of the places are small in there, right? And that store is not huge, and it seemed pretty full already when we were there. I mean, we didn't buy any merch while we were there. We just bought some food, a few of the food things, because um, you know, you and I, if plans yeah. go like like we're hoping. You got us a reservation to go build
1: lightsabers when you come. I can't wait. So I was actually reading up on that before. um, I was actually in bed. I went to bed. And Chelsea and I were talking about Oga's Cantina before. And also, uh, my friend Lauren has been messaging me. And she and her husband, uh, I think, are going to go... Did just to Star Wars because they'd never been to Disney World at all, so she was like asking me, Should I stay on property off property? what are the pros? what are the cons? so like we had this whole back and forth, but the whole reason they were going or that they were going to go was for Star Wars land, and um she was telling me that uh she ended up booking a day that's actually they're they're leaving the day we go down there so we're gonna pass each other which is a bummer because that would be cool to see her down there um but she's like I she's been trying to get uh reservations for the cantina and she said that she couldn't find a reservation for two people and that she had to do this weird workaround where she had there were two available uh reservations for one person only Uh, but they were in But one was at 525, and the other one was at 530. So they have, like, a five-minute difference, but I'm sure they'll probably let them in. They'll probably let them in, I'm sure. Um,
0: Let's see. I mean, we could talk about the Cantina, because when you booked the Passholder Preview, you got an option, if it was available, to do Savis or the Cantina. Oh, nice. And... Kara wasn't aware of that when she made the reservation. Oh, no. It popped up, and she was just like, the email came up, and she was just like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. I have to get this done. Because all the spots were taken, like, by the end of the day. Right. For all, like, five days or whatever that they did the preview. Um, So we didn't have a reservation to the cantina. But (laughs) we talked to some people that had already gone to the cantina and he was saying, you know, I th- they were letting people in if the line was shorter. Like you could go ask at the front of the line if they were just doing reservation or not. So we checked once and they're just doing reservation. We walked around and came back a little later and checked again. And then they were only doing reservation and we saw the line get, Fairly short, like a third of what it was earlier. And we're like, so what's the chances of us getting in there? And the cast member was just waved us over.
1: Nice. Like, come get in line. And they nice. took our name,
0: and I don't even think we waited 10 minutes before. It was just like, okay, go inside.
1: I'm sure it was standing room only.
0: It's standing room only. I think there's only... Like six booths, maybe in there, and everything else is just standing. Um, but it's cool. Oh, Jordan, it's oh, probably man. my favorite thing.
1: Man, I can't wait! I'm so happy that I got the, the four reservations. Yeah, I know I showed it to
0: Kara and she was very excited. <laughs> right. Like, oh,
1: oh, look, look what Jordan just did, and she's like. <gasps> <laughs> I I first for a split second there like whenever I I sent you the uh, the screenshot I was like like I hope they're not mad I did
0: this
1: (laughs) because I actually had to because I'm friends with Kara on the my Disney experience but for some reason you and I haven't like added like oh
0: I, I can't add him but I guess since I'm connected to her you could add me.
1: Right. So, like, the way it worked was that I could see Kara's friends. Like, and I was like, well, okay, I'll just click Jeremy here. Like, here's Jeremy. I don't... It was weird. It's like, would you like to see, you know, uh, Kara's friends list? I'm like, or something along those lines. I can't remember exactly what it said. But it it was able to show me people that Kara has made... A oh, connection. fast pass with, yeah. yeah, the connections with, and I was like, oh well, Jeremy's right there, so I'll just add him right here. And um yeah, so and then I was like, oh man, I hope like Kara's not mad that I just assumed she would want to come. <laughs> like, but I'm like, no, of course you would want to come. Like, why, <laughs> like why? Why am I second guessing myself?
0: So yeah, we got standing room at the actual bar because there's a couple of like weird narrowed. T- bar-ish tables off to the side of sides of the bar, too, that you can stand at. But we got, like, the best spot at the bar. <laughs> Cause, right. Because our good friend, one of the things I was most excited about in the whole darn land, good old DJ Rex was right behind us.
1: Oh, man. That was so cool.
0: Like, that... Going into the Millennium Falcon... And seeing DJ Rex in there were, like, the two moments probably that I was just, like, kind of giddy and goofy and, like, <gasps> like, kind of giggling. And <laughs> and we got a couple of things in there. Um Kara got, they have, like, a weird jello alcoholic thing that has, like, boba pearls in
1: it and... Oh, that's what you guys were kind of eating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looked weird. It was actually pretty good. Okay.
0: Um, it has like it had like vodka in it or something like a Jello shot, but um, then I got a thing that had bourbon in it that was Jet Juice, and Carrot did not like that at all. <laughs> um, but the. Uh, J-Rex is cool. The music is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the music loop. And we're gonna leave. And we're like, should we split one more drink? Because you didn't really like the drink that I got. So we got the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Which is weird. It's like a a fuzzy navel, kind of. But it has a foam on top that makes your lips tingle. Ooh. (laughs) But the uh, bartender that we had... She got us the the last drink that we shared, and in Rex's loop, like he blows the power in there, mm-hmm. and they start it up again.
1: Oh, and nice! So he
0: like reboots and wakes up, plays the the Star Tours like tones, and then he played the Cantina song. Oh. So, and the bartender's like, "Aren't you glad you ordered that last drink and didn't leave?" <laughs> i was like yes thank you
1: (laughs) oh man that's awesome i know i know kara said she thought the blue milk tasted like (laughs) downy
0: yes we can get we can talk about the milk um i like both the milks they're fine Mm -hmm. i like the green one a lot more than i like the blue one which i think is not the normal consensus Okay. I feel like most people that I've seen online like the blue one better.
1: Okay. Um. I feel like I'm fifty fifty on on people I know that have tried it and like would or prefer one or the other. I I feel like a solid half half the people like okay one and then like the
0: other. Um. Yeah, they're both interesting. They're both like fruity kind of. Um. But I don't know. I just like the green one better. Personal okay. opinion. Um so I, don't know did that you... I would get the blue one again? But I didn't hate it. I don't But what were you gonna say?
1: Oh so did you try the standard blue and green milk or did you try the alcoholic blue and green no, milk? No, we
0: just tried the standard ones. Okay, okay. So that would make me mildly curious to try them both again. To right. try the alcohol ones at some point. Cause otherwise I would probably just skip the blue one. I didn't think it was bad, but I just didn't like it as much. Um It's just cool, like, you know, you're like in the little alleyways or whatever of the, the city. And like Kylo Ren walked by with stormtroopers and while well, we we're drinking our milks. <laughs> Man. And we never saw Chewbacca, which is a little sad. But um, we saw the spy, like the character they created for the, the land.
1: Oh, yeah, Maybe, yeah, yeah. I forget I what her, her name is, Her last yeah. name
0: is. But we saw her. She seemed cool. Um, I like the stuff you can do with the play app. It's kind of fun. Like the data pad
1: things. Okay.
0: Like, you can hack some of the the droids and, like, control panels and stuff. Like, the droids will start moving and beeping and... Ah, oh, that's fun. It's fun. That's um, fun. And you get little achievements and stuff for it. So, it's other stuff you can do while you're in there because I feel like, yeah, it's going to be real busy.
1: Well, that was also... A uh, big question, I think, from the Disneyland Galaxy's Edge because you can play the games while you wait, and they give you credits or yeah. they give you something, but they they haven't revealed what you can trade those credits in for.
0: Yeah, because like, um, you get credits for doing the Falcon ride too. Okay, to based on your score, huh? Um, but I don't don't know what you can do with them, but I have credits now on my phone. Okay. Um, Joy Depot's fun. I, we, I mean, we didn't build anything. We just walked around and looked at it, saw the R2-D2 that you can buy. That's what? Like
1: $25,000. Yeah.
0: Like you can buy buy your college or two or Uh a car or something. I'm like, but he is customizable. You can make him what colors you want him.
1: Oh man. I uh, feel like you could build one for cheaper. You might be able to.
0: I mean, I don't know. I would assume the those people like at Cons and
1: stuff that have built them aren't spending 25 grand on it, but no, I No. There's no I'm also not an engineer, so. <laughs> yeah. Also I'm also not true. building one. <laughs> no. Um but they uh they
0: had the DJ Rex Bluetooth guy that I want, but I didn't, haven't justified that to myself anytime soon. Probably because he's like $150, but Ooh. but he is like remote control, and you can pair him with your phone or whatever to play music since he is cool DJ Rex. Um, they finally had a DJ Rex shirt that wasn't a child shirt, so that made me excited. Nice because i wanted one they had one like in january before we moved here the last trip we took they had some of the merch for like pass holders and stuff before and i was like oh my gosh they have dj rex things and it's like oh they're for children
1: oh that's (laughs) a bummer
0: but there is a shirt that that i could go buy now should have
1: worn it in protest
0: Oh man, well I was wearing the shirt that our friend Rebecca gave me that has Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit dressed as Finn oh, and Ray.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen even... a picture of that shirt.
0: Man, I got so many people questioning me about that shirt. Including someone one of the cast members on The Falcon was like, Okay, I have to break Batu character for this for a second. Your shirt is amazing. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, and she informed me that I didn't know one of the animators for Roger Rabbit just died,
1: yeah, it was it was last Friday, yeah, something like that, like Thursday or Friday, yeah, I saw that, and um, I saw a friend of mine had posted it on on Facebook, and I had meant to watch Roger Rabbit that night, and I got caught up, and I didn't yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like I need to bust that out. I'm along. We haven't watched that in a while. and I love that movie. I've owned it since it came out on Blu-ray. I probably haven't seen that movie in about 20 years. <laughs> I've not hey, watched the Blu-ray since I since I bought it. I think I've watched the Blu-ray
0: once. And then Karen and I went and saw it when we were still in Washington. Mm-hmm. OMSI, which is the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, has okay. like... Has like a IMAX theater in it. Ooh. But they also occasionally would run other movies in it. And they did Roger Rabbit and did like a presentation about animation and stuff before. So we went
1: and saw that. Man. We were still in Washington. Watching Roger Rabbit on an IMAX screen sounds like <laughs> amazing. Oh
0: what else is what else is there to talk about? We met Ray. Kara saw her, and she's she was kind of far away from us, and she's like, "Oh, uh, we gotta go go find her. We gotta follow her and go talk to her.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> so love we, how proactive Kara is. <laughs> like we gotta chase her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like she has a purpose, and I want to be part of it. <laughs> um, and that was fun to like get to talk to her because I've met I got to meet Ray when they did International Women's Day at Studios. But it was just like to take a picture. So oh, it was just like, yeah. oh, hi. And she was sweet, but like we actually talked to her for a few minutes. Um, and that was fun. But yeah, the stores are real interesting because like there's a little first order store over by like their post mm-hmm. and like Kylo's ship. And but yeah, they're just not super big, which I, I mean, it makes sense for the theming and stuff. But it's just going to be interesting when they let people just go in there, I feel like. Cause... It sounds like it, man. Um. Yeah, so I wonder... Because I know the California one has been kind of off and on busy. But that's also, I think, partially because so many of their annual passes were blacked out until, I think, next week or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I... Yeah, I talked about this um, once or twice on, like, the last couple episodes of the Mickey Mutineers that I did, um, which is every episode of the Mickey Mutineers, because that's the other podcast I'm on. Um, Like, it, it... I'm not a big fan of these YouTube theme park conspiracy theorists that have been floating around that are just spreading this misinformation just for the sake of getting clicks or to just purposefully spread around misinformation. Yeah. Where it's like all these videos are like, Star Wars Land is a failure. And I'm like, how is it a failure? Like, no one's there. I'm like, you do realize that Disney had a crowd control plan completely yeah. enacted. And the fact that you're not seeing crowds means that it's working.
0: Well and like uh tons of the merch was sold out for a while. So I think I think they're probably doing
1: fine. Right. And I I yeah I don't and also there is and I'm not gonna name the source just because I don't think it it deserves another click. But there was <laughs> that there was that dumb article about how uh they were saying uh that they had talked to cast members at the disneyland uh and disney world uh yeah like when the the disney world one hadn't even opened like gone past the cast member previews yet but they were saying that attendance was really down or uh like really bad and if attendance didn't rise in february that it was going to be rethemed to uh, the new Aladdin live-action movie. <laughs> Just completely, completely ignoring, like, the logic of planning this entire area for at least four to five years. Yeah. And they don't even give it a full year? Whatever. Like, like know. what? what is the logic in that? There is not, not logic. Anymore. There isn't any. Like yeah, if if uh, if Yoda doesn't sell, we're retheming to uh to Abu and friends. You
0: like, know, that movie that did okay? Right. <laughs> like did fine, but not exceptionally well.
1: <laughs> so, right. And I yeah, it just baffles my mind, like, that's a thing. And people were like, yeah, man, see, it's terrible. I'm like, how is it terrible? Like, you haven't been.
0: <laughs> oh, they're ignoring, you know, they're ignoring the other movies. It's all the new Disney ones. Well, a lot of it is. But also, you can have meat cooked by a pod racer engine. You can find weird things about Jar Jar. Uh, Yoda's voice is in Savvy's. Um, <laughs> I also saw a land speeder. I Luke's land speeder, or one at least very similar to it, is part. Right. Um, you know, there's R two units. There's Gonk droids. There's apparently mouse droids in some things. I mean, there's mouse droids things you can buy, and I think there's supposed to be some in the Rise of the Resistance thing. Like those are all things. That existed before the new trilogy. Or some of them even the prequel trilogy. Like I don't understand why you're so angry.
1: I'm really happy that Chelsea talked me out of. uh, Of us going in December. Even though like the, the week that we were planning. Would have been prime for Rise of the Resistance opening. But I'm kind of hoping that. I mean I know I I know it's a pipe dream to think that there will be no crowds but we're hoping that maybe it'll be better it'll, still. It'll be a little bit better. Um but uh yeah so I'm I'm happy that we're waiting a little bit longer and also we'll be down there for Festival of the Arts which we really liked because we went the first time they did it and we really liked it so we're hoping
0: uh Yeah it's fun.
1: Yeah, I like the Festival of the Arts. And Chelsea really liked all the art vendors that were there. Yeah. So uh I think for sure she's definitely gonna wanna wanna do like a an Epcot evening where we just kinda stroll and look at all the the art vendors. Um Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really glad that um we got the or I got the reservations for us for the Cantina and for Savi. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to hang out
0: there with you guys.
1: Me too, so man. You're
0: gonna. I think you're gonna dig it.
1: Oh man, and like it's just like a double win because we're like it's on my actual birthday, and like I told Chelsea, I'm like we can literally do anything any other day, whatever you want. Like I just please let me have Star Wars on my birthday. I, and know, she, I was... and So she's she's. I mean, she's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, okay, yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: I know. When we were in the cantina, I'm like, uh, I know it's not going to be very feasible, but I want to come back on my birthday that's, like, in a few weeks. <laughs> this is where I want to spend my birthday, but it's going to be busy and stupid then.
1: Do it anyway, man. Live your best cantina life. I don't
0: even know if we could get in with how it's
1: booked. Yeah, I, I mean, well, it's everything at Disney. You never know what's going to open it's up. It's true. Then, so. Um, But I was reading on the Savi uh, website whenever I was booking where, because I didn't know if I was going to have to, do I have to book me and Chelsea? Do I have to book, like, if there's going to be, do I just book the number of people making lightsabers? Yeah. Then I had to read, like, the really fine print where it's like, you're allowed a guest with you. Yeah. So, but just, like, when you make the reservations, you're only counting how many people are actually making the lightsabers. So, so that was you and me, man.
0: Yeah, that's
1: exciting. And I, and I, I got it, I did it, I think it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. So, I was like, alright, we can get there early and not have to carry them around all day. Yeah. So... I figured, I mean, we're going to have to deal with it and probably, you know, carry, around, carry them around. Um, they give you a
0: bag at least.
1: Like yeah. A, with a
0: strap on it. To, to sling like, it
1: over your yeah. shoulder. So, um, but yeah, so i I, really excited about that. And I figured that would give us more time to just hang yeah. and check stuff out.
0: Yeah, you're. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna love it. I'm and excited. I'm super back. excited for this. I'm excited for you to go.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a it's... long five months Jeremy. <laughs> it's gonna be a very long five months.
0: But you get to see the sweet new ride that I haven't even gotten to see yet. True. True. Ah, oh, man. That's probably even more impressive than the Falcon Ride.
1: Probably. The Falcon
0: Ride is super fun. Man. That thing sounds ridiculous. (laughs) I was, oh yeah, I had a back and forth with Sean earlier today. Yeah. And, or no, it was last night. He texted me about something. And we were just talking about how much we like Galaxy's Edge. And he's like, Steve's going to (laughs) cry.
1: Man. (laughs) Steve is going to cry. And you know what? Sean's going to film it and it's going to be the first the first like cuz Sean was like I've not seen anybody cry. I'm like hold hold on a second there buddy. I got I think I even sent him a tweet whenever Sean sent the tweet out like he hasn't seen anybody cry. I'm like dude I haven't been there yet so don't 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 cash that in just yet
0: i didn't quite get that far but the first time i saw the millennium falcon i got weirdly emotional that i wasn't sure if i was expecting that i got a little choked up and karen i were talking later like yesterday or the day before that where she's like yeah i i didn't expect that to hit me quite as hard as it did she's like i got kind of emotional i'm like yeah i kind of did too I almost felt like I was gonna get teary, and I didn't quite get there, but I was—I got the lump in my throat when I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, oh, there it is, and it's so big, and it's real." But yeah, it's—I—I get—I think I said on Twitter, like, "Is it perfect?" No. Would I have liked to see the other ride open with it? Yes, but I think. Um and it goes a little along with we we kind of took a break from the parks for a few weeks. I feel like Mm. we're both kind of getting a little burnt out. And maybe that has a little something to do with it, but also I just think it's Star Wars and it was really cool that like that's the most excited and like happy with the parks I've been in a while. Right. Not to say that I haven't enjoyed them recently, but it's just kind of like, okay, this is all stuff I've done. At this point. Yeah. Something that was, like, brand new and, like, going to Pandora the first time was cool because they did a really good job with it. But, like, I'm not connected to Pandora. Like, that movie doesn't do anything for me, really, (laughs) other than it's pretty.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because I was actually listening to um, a podcast today. Uh, I was listening to the 2038 I don't know if you're familiar uh with mm. it's um it's, it's probably my favorite Disney podcast out there oh, okay. right now. Um and uh one of my one of my Twitter buddies uh, who's on who is, who is one half of the show. Uh, his name's uh Kevin uh Kevin Quigley. Um he was talking about how um how did he word it because i'm and i'm going to paraphrase it here and i because i don't want to i don't want to misquote him but it was basically like saying how like the avatar film not being that great like didn't hurt the land like people weren't like there were some people who were pining to see pandora because they love that movie yeah but like generally generally people didn't really care for the movie but that didn't stop them from enjoying like the immersiveness of the land which is kind of like the the camp i fall in like i i've tried to watch avatar three different times and i've fallen asleep within 40 minutes each viewing but that's not stopping me from enjoying the land itself
0: yeah exactly does that make sense I've attempted to watch it once and I didn't fall asleep, but I just got real bored and I turned it off. i was <laughs> just like, this is pretty, but that's all it really is doing for me is it's pretty. Um, as where this is something that I've loved since I was like nine or 10, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: being realized in a thing that I can like see the millennium Falcon.
1: <laughs> right. And just, like, this idea of 20 years ago, in 1999, when Episode One came out, were you ever, did you ever think that you would be in a Star Wars-themed area of a theme park? No. That that would be a thing that you could do? Yeah, no. Me neither. And that is, like, that's just a win right there, I think.
0: Well, and it's interesting, because you can... Go to the people that are like, it doesn't have enough of the old movies and stuff in it. Or the fact that they're like unhappy with the fact that it's a planet that's not in one of the movies. And even going into it, Kara was kind of like, I'm sort of sad that it's not just Tatooine or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I get it, but I also get their motivation behind not just doing that. And after we went to it, Kara's like, I'm glad that it's not just like Tatooine. So I think, I hope some of those people give it a chance, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I think people that go towards it with an open mind, even if they're questioning it, kind of. I mean, and there's going to be people that don't like it, but I feel like most of the people I've talked to that have actually been to it, at least like it, and most of them really like it. Mm-hmm. Though I do know someone that was like, "No, no, it's not Star Wars. I like Star Wars, and I didn't like that." And I'm just like, "Yeah, but you went into it going, I don't think I'm gonna like
1: this." I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't name drop, but I think, I think I saw it in a in a Twitter thread, and I think I know who you're talking about.
0: <laughs> he probably doesn't really care, but I, I won't. I won't. But I've
1: never, I've never, I've never met the person, so I don't want to like make them mad. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't, I don't want their first impression of me (laughs) being like, oh yeah, that guy doesn't like Star Wars.
0: (laughs) And I, and I'm not even saying necessarily that he doesn't like Star Wars, even though he said he did. But like, I know because I talked, we talked to him about it beforehand. He's like, I don't think I'm gonna like it. It's like you went in thinking you're not gonna like it so whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i don't know if there's anything you want to ask me that i didn't address
1: or no man i think you did it i um i actually think because we were also going to talk about some of the the d23 stuff because as of recording right now it's the evening of the first day of d23 yeah it's Um, almost eight o'clock
0: where it's going on
1: yeah but uh but i think because we're at an hour and eight minutes right now and uh i don't know man i think this might be actually a good a good spot to 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 land this turkey and then that. we'll just and then we'll just we'll have the belated d23 episode in two weeks <laughs> like I, after I, everyone's already talked about it we'll just be like hey guys do you remember when this happened <laughs> but
0: i want to talk about it now oh. makes you think of Uh, Jim Gaffigan joke where he's like, I want to. Did you have you seen Heat? (laughs) What that movie from like 20 years ago? Yeah, well, I just watched it and I want to talk about
1: it now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever not see someone's favorite movie?
0: (laughs) Oh man, but uh, I do dig that. New retro looking Epcot logo that looks yeah. a lot like the old Epcot logo.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in love with everything about that Epcot logo right now. Yeah. And we actually get- Yeah, and also uh, since we mentioned that, like also like all of the new logos that look like the the retro logos for all yeah. the areas, like looks good. So mm-hmm. but well we can talk about that not that next time. Yeah. I uh, Did you see uh the the series of tweets whenever they um they announce or uh, launched the uh Disney Plus Twitter page?
0: Oh, with like the like the the Muppets and the Marvel and the
1: yeah, and Star the Pixar Wars and Star Pixar, Wars. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty clever.
1: And then here at the end there's the Simpsons that goes Worst corporate stunt ever. <laughs> oh, I missed that one. Oh, yeah, that was like the Public whole joke. Was, like, yeah. So it was. It was uh, basically the chain out of all of them, and the Simpsons was last, and it said, uh, "Worst corporate stunt ever," or something along those lines. <laughs> and then I saw this really dumb article from from a site that I actually kind of enjoy the most part, and I'm like, either either they're just becoming very clickbaity or or they the joke really went over their head because the the article title was the simpsons call out disney and i was like what if and then of course I it worked now <laughs> right and then of course it worked because i clicked and i'm like well now i have to see what this is and uh and then i saw that it was this weird series of tweets and i'm like well that was just part of the joke yeah. Like that was that was the plan from the beginning. <laughs> Which is kind of a bummer. But anyway, we can talk D23 on our next episode, I think, because uh as of today, there was a lot of fun news that came out. Yeah, so, there's some interesting stuff. I can only imagine what's going to get announced. Also, I'm going to say this right now, Like, if I had a nickel for every hot take that's going to happen over these next two days, dude, I will have a Scrooge McDuck money bin full of gold coins.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I had my sort of joking tweet once we got back from Galaxy's Edge going hot take that we actually liked Galaxy's Edge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. But, yeah. All right. You ready to land this plane?
0: Sure, why not?
1: All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning back into the Magic Ghastly Power Hour. We Once again, we apologize that we had to take last week off, but Jeremy was busy, and I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> so, uh, But thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to say where uh, our fine listeners can find you?
0: Uh, I am... At the Magic Geekdom on most social media, except for Twitter, where I'm just at Magic Geekdom
1: all right, and you can find me at Jordan Gasly on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Jordan Gasly on YouTube man I think that's it so uh but remember my friends, before you go
0: in honor of the sweet Sweet Admiral Akbar toy that I sent you a picture of. It's a trap. <laughs>